With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Life's better with American Family Insurance. Because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Welcome back to 32 Fans in 32 Days. That's 32 NFL fans, by the way. Superfan Robbie requested that we do a 32 WWE Fans in 32 Days podcast. I think that last week's WWE podcast was pretty good, but I'm not sure if we're going to do 32 in a row. But what say you, Akiva? What about XFL, 32 XFL fans? We find the last two 32. <laughs> yeah. You know, the truth is that having 30 fans for the Royal Rumble would not be a somewhat entertaining podcast for people who are into that, obviously. Sure. There's got to be a fan for every single wrestler. Oh, no you don't understand. Uh, one yeah. interesting thing. I, we, don't worry. We're not going to talk too much about wrestling. If you're tuning in for football, we're actually going to talk football. W- with the wrestlers, like the least popular guy that you saw on the Rumble has like 800,000 followers on Twitter. Yeah. So yes, everyone everyone is somebody's favorite. So what we're going to do this week is we're going to we're going to hop right into our bet of the week cuz it's going to be a doozy. Uh and we're going to go through some of the prop bets, some of the ridiculous and uh some of the less ridiculous prop bets for the Super Bowl and we'll uh, we'll see where Akiva and I uh, want to put our money or our fake money anyway where our mouths are. I uh, do have the do have the uh standings and and how much money. No, it's not fake money first of all, it's real money. Well, each yes, each individual prop is not real money, but no, the but overall winner of other. our so, bet. That's true. So who owes the other person money right now between me and you? Nobody owes anybody money. Uh we were tied? tied. We tied and coaches fired. You won the MLB Hall of Fame prediction. The NFL Hall of Fame prediction we'll find out this weekend. And I won the conference championship touchdowns. So it's one to one to one with, with one, on one pending. Okay. Yeah. And we said that nobody has to pay until someone owes the other person $100. Yeah. Well, we might never be. You know, I had an, in 12th grade, uh, a friend of mine, Rafi Rossman and I, we ditched first period every single day and we would play ping pong instead. Mm-hmm. And we had like a, a ping pong tournament going back and forth between the two of us. And neither one of us ever took more than like a one or two game lead. So at some point, I don't know how many we played total, but it was something like 45 to 44, something like that. So if you're saying it has to be like a win by 10 scenario, because each week we have a $10 bet, one of us would have to go on a pretty big losing streak to cash in. Yep. Okay. But all right. Okay. So let's go. Uh, let's hop right in. Uh, we uh, we have a list of spreads. If you go online, you can find some of the even more ridiculous ones. Yeah. I'd also add, I, I think I've said this to you in, in previous years, but I make for the Super Bowl party that I'll go to, I'll make like a game of 25 prop bets. It's a lot of fun. And everyone fills it out. Yeah. And whoever, whoever you know, does best wins. So if there's a listener who wants it, just tweet at me and I'll email you this year's when I... Make it up later in the week. Yeah, and it's, it's much better than like just doing the box game or whatever most people do. I will say I'm happy. You know, when I guessed the spread for the Super Bowl, I guessed Panthers at six and it was Panthers at three and a half. And then it ended up uh, now it's, it, it came back to six. So 
I was right eventually, just not right away. Okay, fine. So let's jump right into the prop to the props. The first one, of course, as it is every year, is the opening coin toss. Okay, you want to take heads or tails? Well, I. I- I, I should add that um, the game that I make up, I, I always leave out heads or tails. One, because there's always a few stragglers filling it out during the coin toss, and I don't want to leave it in. And two, because it's total luck, so I don't even want to pick heads or tails. <laughs> As opposed to the rest of these, which are 100% skill? It's all skill. Everything else after this is skill, but all not right. this. Okay, so Akiva refuses to even participate in yes. the first prop. Yeah, yeah, listen, I don't dignify that bet. You know, one of my favorite props, which is not on this list, again, because this is an official list from a Las Vegas casino, is the over-under of the amount of time of the National Anthem. Now, do we know who's singing the National Anthem yet? No, I have no idea. I think it's O.J. Simpson. I'm not sure. Because <laughs> that can range from like 90 seconds to like 2 minutes and 15 seconds, depending on who's singing it. But you know how holograms are in? Yeah. And you know, it's the 25th anniversary of the famous Whitney Houston National Anthem that's considered the best. Yeah. What if they like made a hologram Whitney... And that sang the national anthem. Wouldn't that be huge? Bring Whitney back? No, like a hologram, yeah, the same yeah. way they did a hologram but, Tupac. Yeah. But so, but then she'd just be repeating the same performance that she did 25 years ago. It's, I don't know how it works. I don't have the logistics down, uh, but okay. I feel like, I feel like that would, like, what could you do to bring in people who wouldn't watch the Super Bowl? I feel like that would bring in a few people who would not watch the Super Bowl. I don't know. Who's not watching the Super Bowl but for the, the uh, national anthem? I'm not, I'm not sure that's no, a huge There's people market. who like the commercials in the halftime show. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know who's watching it this year. I don't know who doesn't watch the Super Bowl, but will watch for Coldplay this year. But that's another story. Yeah, but there's people who definitely watch to see the halftime show, right? Right. But like, the national anthem has yet to be confirmed. It says. Oh wow. So maybe it is. By the way, if it's a Whitney Houston hologram, then I should be, I should go to Vegas right now and bet on all these. Yeah. Things, By I'm the playing. way, the last, according to Odd Shark, which is an online non-Vegas casino, the average time for the last ten Super Bowls. Anthems has been one minute fifty seven seconds. Yeah. So as I said, it can go from a minute and a half to two fifteen, depending on who the singer is. Yeah. I th- I think usually like one fifty four, something like that, is a good. Uh... The problem with this bet pre Twitter was that you had to you had to like time it, or else you wouldn't you would never know really. Now you could just like search on Twitter, and there'll be a hundred people telling you how long it was. Yeah. But back then, you really had to have someone who's willing to sit there with a stopwatch. Yeah. It was super annoying. Oh, yeah. That's uh, it's part of the fun. Okay, so I just sent you a link to Bovada's prop bets. Okay. These are better, so let's do these instead. All right. We're on to Bovada's. Okay. All right. Um, all right. So the first prop bet here, and this is really skipping to the end of the game, but it's will Peyton Manning announce his retirement in the postgame interview? Oh, I love that. I mean, it's a cool bet. So here, here's the thing about this bet, though, Akiva. It says, it says must be on live broadcast. Do they mean it has to be on the field? Like as you're interviewing on the field, as opposed to in the post game press conference, because that'll also be on yes. live TV, but that might not be on CBS. No, they mean I think they mean on CBS. So that so that would require a the Broncos winning, because otherwise he's not being interviewed, right? He'd basically he'd have to be MVP. Well, he wouldn't have to be MVP if they win the game. He's going to be interviewed no matter what. Uh, Where on the stand? They're absolutely he's absolutely going to be interviewed on the stand, whether yeah. whether he's the MVP of the game or not. If it's, I can't imagine he he says because at most then he's getting one question. And I can't imagine he says it. That I don't know, Jim. Nan- Especially after how mad he is about like. Well, uh, here's the thing: the fact yeah, that what he said I just, to Belichick. I don't think he's going to make the announcement right there at that moment. It's the kind of. Oh, and you know, Jeter already called him this week, or whoever works for Jeter's website, and said, "Hey, why don't you announce it if you're retiring? Announce it on the Players Tribune." Yep. Okay, so uh, I, th- I think we're both going to go for no for this one. Is that right? Yeah. All right. Uh, the next one, a corollary. Will Peyton Manning be seen crying at any point during the entire broadcast? Mm. Again, the odds of this are so high that it's it's. Uh, <laughs> I, I do like their note, which is live pictures only must clearly see a tear. Yeah. See the tears. So if it's a so there's no way it, the answer is yes, because it doesn't include replays. And usually that's where you'd catch someone crying on a replay. 
And also, like, there might be like a sniffle, but uh, like a physical sure. tear, like a liquid tear. I mean, that, that's that's. Can you imagine like the? Can you imagine the arguments? <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I ho- wasn't there a fight a couple of years ago about what color the Gatorade was because it wasn't clear if it was like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was a random color. Um. All right. So we're both gonna go no for this one also, unfortunately. So let's see where we can uh, find some disagreements here. Easy money on Peyton Manning though so far for both of us. Okay. How many times will dab or dabbing be said by the announcers during the broadcast? So the over-under set a two. Yeah, I'm going to go under. You always go under with these things, especially with names. Yeah, was, yeah. Like Michaels might say something 10 times just to make some money, you know, just to like play with the batters. But Nance isn't going to say I it. think you're right. I think I think the problem here is that it's Nance. And so uh, I think I'm going to have to agree with you. Nance is not the kind of guy who uh, is holding uh, by dabbing, as they say. <laughs> I don't know if this is on the list, but I'm just going to say uh, over-under – 0.5. How many times will Nance discuss the Peyton Manning uh, HGH scandal? I think he mentioned it in the last game. I think he did in the in the AFC Championship game. I do think he he like quickly glossed over it. Whereas in the second round, he he or whatever that was in Week 17, yeah. that he refused to talk about it. All right. Okay. Uh, how many times will Cam Newton do the open shirt Superman motion during the game? The over under here is two and a half, and I think again you got to go under here because if he scores, first of all, he has to score at least three touchdowns to get the over, right? Yeah, this seems like a ridiculously high number. I wonder they must have some inside inside info. Like, does he repeat it again on the sideline after he does it? Like, how is it possible that he would do it three times? And also, like, yeah, he has other dances, and I'm sure he has a special one for the Super Bowl. Oh, no question. All right, so we don't have a disagreement here. Uh, hopefully, this next one will we'll have a disagreement. If Steph Curry is shown on TV during the broadcast, well, is he going to the game? I assume he's going to the game. The game is in. I mean, he lives in the Bay Area. The game's in the Bay Area, right? Yeah. Okay. So he's gonna be there. What jersey will he be wearing? All right. So we have personalized Carolina Panthers. Steph Curry jersey is one to one. He must own that for that to be one one. Well, I'm sure they can send him one, but that seems a little egotistical of him, right? I I would assume he's wearing the Cam Newton jersey, which is three to one. No jersey is at two to one. He is an adult man who wears a jersey every other day of his life. So maybe he doesn't want to wear one. And then any other Panthers jersey is five to one. I think I'm going to go with Cam. Are you anti? Are you coming out with an anti jersey stance right now? You know, my stance here is that I'm an adult man. I should not be wearing somebody's jersey. I'm not their girlfriend. I, I don't wear. Well, why not? At a at a game, you don't wear. If you went to a Vikings game, you wouldn't put on a Vikings jersey. If I go to a Vikings game in enemy territory, then I need. Wait, this is crazy that you don't that you wouldn't wear a Vikings. No, no, no. no. I'm sorry. I mean, the problem is your only relevant player is a child abuser, so you can't wear his jersey anymore. No, no I don't wear any. Okay, so first of all, I'm gonna go on a. You don't own a Teddy Bridgewater jersey. I do. I do not. I if right. had I gone to the Super Bowl, I would have purchased one. What well, in in this fantasy world that the Vikings made the Super Bowl? You know. Everybody in Minnesota, it's funny because everybody in Minnesota just took for granted that the Vikings would have been in the NFC title game this year if not for the Blair Walsh miss. We're like, oh, well, for sure we would have beat Arizona because, you know, we played them before and they played so badly against Green Bay. And then, well, it's hard to say we would have beat Carolina because they won by 40 points, but it's possible. <laughs> so it's funny. In, in the uh, in the Homer world in Minnesota, everybody just takes for granted that the Vikings should have been in the NFC title game. I'm not going to go that far. Okay. But All right. So anyway, do you have, what's your bet on this? Well, hold on. So let's go back to the jersey. So you like to wear jerseys a lot as an adult? I mean – uh, only when I go to a Jets game. Feel weird. When you go to a Jets game in New York? Yeah, of course. Of course I don't feel weird. Half the stadium is wearing a Jets jersey. Well, that, it's the only place that's the normal to wear If it. I'm in Minnesota, where, like if you're in the home field, there's no reason to wear the home colors because everybody already knows who you're rooting for. You only need to really wear No, it's a green out. What are you talking about? I don't even know. You only really need to wear the colors when you're on the road. Also, keep in mind, I'm almost always on the road because I, I don't live in Minnesota anymore. Yeah, so. this is this is not even a hot take. This is ice cold, your take. No, I, I'm, I'm an adult man. I'm not wearing the shirt that another adult man wears professionally to his job. Generally speaking, no, please. But yes, but again, the problem is that the Vikings jerseys I own are Randy Moss, who left Minnesota twice ignominiously, and Adrian Peterson, who's a child molester. And both of my children own Adrian Peterson jerseys, which they can't wear either. 
So you're right. That, that is a slight issue. But all right. So I'm going to go with uh, Steph Curry will be wearing a Cam Newton jersey at three to one. What say you? So you're saying Cam Newton. Yeah. And I'm saying if they show him, no jersey. So you're going no jersey, two to one. All right. Yeah. No jersey. Okay. Yeah, and either- I like the next. I like the next prop the most. All right, you want to read it? Yes. Will Mike Carey be wrong about a challenge? And I like the note. He must be consulted on live broadcast and clearly take a stance on his position. If not consulted, there's no action on the bet. So, have you read some of the articles, sort of the backlash, the backlash this week about how he's actually not wrong very often? He's only been wrong twice. Yeah, I think I think Bob posted that article. <laughs> so that's a conspiracy theory that I keep it as a buy. No, he's oh, I've never seen him be right once. So yeah, according to, statistically, they said he's been right ninety percent of the time yeah, this year. At best, fifty percent. At best, fifty. Maybe they're counting like times that he's not invited. I don't know. The yes. numbers that I read said there were forty-four times when he took a clear position, and forty of the times he was correct. Uh, he was incorrect in two very high-profile cases, including one obviously in the NFC, in the AFC title game. So, uh, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna trust the uh, the conspiracy, and I will say no, he will not be wrong. Yeah, I'm gonna say yes, he will definitely be wrong of at least at least one. Challenge. He will be boring for sure. Oh yeah, he will make no sense. You know, that's the thing. Even if he's not wrong all the time, he's not good on TV, unfortunately, for him. All right. Okay. Uh, Here's the next one. (laughs) Tough thing to root for. Will there be an earthquake during the game? There's not even a no prop, so I don't don't even know how you bet on this. Well, how would it be no? Like a million to one? (laughs) Yes, it's 10 to one. So It's it's, only 10 to one. That's that's We both – we went to – I went to college with a guy who'd bet on this, and then he'd be in the paper the next day like he's been a couple times. I think the guy you're referencing, yes, has twice won $50,000 for predicting that the first score of the game would be a safety. Yeah. yeah. So, but look, obviously, this is a reference to 1989 in the World Series. I don't know. Is 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 February a big season for earthquakes? Do, or do, are earthquakes know. even a seasonal thing? I have no idea. Do we have a geologist who listens to the podcast? Probably. We <laughs> Do we have a person who's graduated? With a <laughs> I, don't, degree? I don't know. I don't know if we have a person who listens at this. Okay, point. so we're going to skip that prop. Um, will the Panthers player who scores their first TD give the football to a boy or a girl? Say, they need more uh, data here. Like, is is a seventeen year old a boy or a girl? Like, is it eighteen? Is it twenty one? Is it thirteen? Well, but the pan the, the Panthers tr- customs that they give it to a, a a young child. Yeah, but I'd like I'd like a cutoff here before I wagered my hard earned money on. So this you bet. want it to be boy, girl, or adult? No, I, I want I want them to say how old the person is, and then you know some. Poor can right. go down and find out how old the kid is. There's also a big issue here, if I may be frank, which is it's not always easy to determine gender. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I see. I I thought it was boy or girl, like a child. But here you're saying, will it be? So essentially, this is a man or a female. This is, this is gender, and I'm saying like you can't always tell yeah, but, gender of like a six year old kid if you if you see him for like one or two seconds. So this might cause controversy as well. Where, that's absurd. You could find it on like uh, a different angle or something. I don't. I don't. I don't. That's that's not the issue. But we live in a post-gender society, so I don't even understand this question. I once went skiing when I was about 11 or 12. You know, I went skiing with my family, but at the beginning of each day skiing, at, we'd first, I'd first take a class. So I was hanging out with a couple kids on this class. And it's cold when we're skiing in Minnesota. And so, you know, you have the hat, you have the, you have the uh, scarf, you have the face mask, like, you know, with the reflective glasses. So basically, my point is you couldn't see any part of a person's face. Mm-hmm. And one of the people in our group who I was having a good time with and was talking to a lot the whole time, his or her name was Casey. And I really did not know if it was a boy or a girl because we're like 11 and you can't really tell through a snowsuit. I mean, you can't even tell, you know, at all, you know. You should. So I, I, I hung out with this person for like two or three hours that day, the entire time not knowing his or her gender. So, you know, if Casey were to get a ball, we wouldn't know necessarily. Because we live in a post-gender society and Akiva is a uh, egalitarian progressive gentleman on gender issues, do you want to skip this, this prop altogether? Yep, yep, totally. Let's do it. All right, next. How many times will the Golden Gate Bridge be shown during the broadcast? Over under half. The problem with this is that the note is from kickoff the final whistle. 
Because it is the type of thing that they might show, like, cutting into the first break. Because it's going to be shown, I yeah, think. It's just to a- me, but... So when it's just halftime, does not count. So what about the commercial coming out of halftime, going into halftime? Yeah, that's see, that doesn't make any sense to me. If the clock reads fifteen oh oh as opposed to the clock reading halftime, does that count? Yeah, I don't know. It, it makes no sense. But uh, if I had to bet here, who, whose turn is it to go first here? I don't know. <laughs> Are we still uh, guessing? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take the over. Okay, so I'll go. I'll go under half just because the rules are too complicated from them. Yeah, there's gonna be controversy here. We're gonna have to go back to Bovada to see uh, what results they gave. Okay, how many times will John Fox be said during the broadcast? Remember, he has coached both of these teams to the Super Bowl in their last Super Bowl appearance. The over under set at one. It's minus one forty for the over. But it's probably gonna be one, and then no one wins. I feel like this is a lame bet. Yeah, it'd be hard for him to get mentioned twice. And also, it does specifically say John Fox in quotation marks, so they can't just say Coach Fox or Fox. Which yeah. which means in one conversation, they wouldn't say his full name twice, although in the National Football League, announcers do like to say extra words such as the National Football League. Oh, Phil Sims could say it twice accidentally yeah. with one sentence. All right, so you're going to go with the over then? This is a stay away, but you, uh, <laughs> I'll pick first. So I'll go, with, I'll go with the under. I say they don't say his name. Okay, we're both taking the under. How many times will Archie Manning be shown on TV during the broadcast? Here, the over-under is one and a half, and I think that's way too low. They love Archie Manning. What if Peyton's not the story at all? What if, like, they get killed, but it's not his fault, which is very possible? But he's still going to be shown at least once early in the game, right? Mm-hmm. Eli's there. The mom- Is he, like, well? Is he, is he, has he been around recently? I haven't, like, paid attention. Because sometimes these older guys, you don't see that much. Uh, I see what you're saying. And he's not even the son they like, right? Isn't Eli the one they really <laughs> like? No, 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 no. Archie likes Peyton the most. Oh, oh Olivia, mom, likes Olivia, Eli. Li- Olivia likes Eli because he's the baby, and the mom always likes the baby the most. No one likes Cooper. Ar- <laughs> well, sorry, Cooper. You're not an NFL quarterback. All right, so I'm going to take the over here, but you, I think it sounds like you want the under for health reasons. Not for health reasons. I just feel like the older he gets, like the more likely he is to be in a suite. Maybe they can't find him. I guess it's probably not going to be And cold it does say until final whistle. So if the Broncos winning at the end of the game and the clock's running, they'll show him. But if they win right at the end of the game, they won't show him probably. So yeah, you get first pick, but I'm, I would go under here. Right, you can do what you no, want. No, no, I'll take the over. I'll take the over. That's fine. All right. So under one and a half, because even if he gets shown once, I'm, okay. I'm still looking yeah. good. All right. How many times will John Elway be shown on TV during the broadcast? He's at two and a half. Yeah, that's a lot. You know, does he come down when they're winning? I think he does come down to the sideline sometimes. I think these always end up lower than you expect. Well, they're good at what they do. Yeah. Like, it's two and a half because the average is somewhere between two and three, probably. Oh, I'm the Rube. I'm going to go over again here. What about you? I'm going under. I, you always go under with the TV. Yeah, I think, I think you're right. Sometimes, like, this, some, someone jokingly mentions it to the announcer during the week, and then he has it in his head not to bring it up at all. Inside information. That's insider trading. Oh, no, I don't know. I, I've never heard that. I'm just guessing. All right. Okay. The next one is, will the announcers, this is rather specific. Will the announcers mention that Gary Kubiak was John Elway's backup during the broadcast? Ah, that's, that's absurd. Yeah. I'm going to say no here. Are we in agreement? I, is there a who cares? Yeah. <laughs> that's a better bet. All right. So I'll say yes. I don't know. No, I'm just going no also. Okay. Okay. What color? Now I see they don't say Gatorade anymore. They're more uh, non-specific. Yeah. It's like Red Bull, I think. now. What color will the liquid be that is poured on the winning coach? So we have orange is a heavy favorite. Followed by blue, then clear. Clear is lame. I guess it's water. Yellow, red, green, and green and purple are the long shots here. So uh, you want to pick a color first? First of all, have you noticed a lot of Gatorade baths recently? I feel like in the last few seasons in pro football, we've gone away from Yeah, uh, not Gatorade. as prominent as it used to be. Yeah. Mike Zimmer did get Gatorated, I think, uh, when the Vikings beat the Packers to win the division. Oh, I thought he did like 30 seconds before the end of the Seahawks game. They Gatorated yeah. him. That, that would have been highly unfortunate. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go clear because it could, you know, that, that, co- that covers water also. And I think the last time it happened, it was clear. Yeah. That's, that's a good bet. I think for that reason, is, is it, is it orange and blue are the most favorite two? Is that have anything to do with the fact that the Broncos colors? 
Oh, that that's or? good. No, I think it's just those are the most popular. Like blue is the most popular Gatorade, I think. Oh, I thought red was. Or orange. Oh, yeah. Then why is red six to one? Maybe there's some real value in red. All right. Well, I'm going with red. You just turned me on to it. <laughs> but you're sticking with clear? Yeah, I'm going with clear. All in right. honor of Peyton Manning, who loves the, the clear. Oh. Allegedly. Low blow. All right. Who will the Super Bowl MVP mention first? Two to one, we have God and his teammates. Mm-hmm. Six to one is the fans slash the city. 15 to two is his coach. 15 to one is his family. And then nine to four, he doesn't mention anyone above. He mentions only himself. I'm going off the board. 30 to one, his pet. All right. I'll I'll allow it. No, I'm not doing that. Well, like, who are the most likely MVPs? Is Cam Newton a religious guy? I have no idea. But do you mention God before you mention your teammates? And does Peyton Manning mention God? I don't think he does. It's more of a black guy thing than a white guy thing. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm not saying that at all. You racist who better cut that out. (laughs) Why is that racist? I'm religious. I like religious people. I don't even see color. I don't even know where you are. But I think... um, Well, let me ask you. Akiva, you win the Super Bowl MVP. Who are you thanking first? Myself. Yeah. And then who comes second? No, nobody else. I'm going with does not mention anyone else at nine to four. I think team is the is the safer bet here. I'm not sure why God is such a high favorite. I think God does get a shout out, but I don't think he goes first. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know anything about Coldplay, so I'm not going to win this one. Which song will Coldplay play first during the halftime show? I think they usually start with a song people know and then go into the new stuff. That would be like what I would do, I guess. Because you want to get their attention. Well, two to one, the, he- the heavy favorite on the board is Adventure of a Lifetime. What's that song? That's probably their new single. Which means that they'll play it, but that doesn't mean they're going to play it first because you want to get people in with your most famous. Wait, song. hold on. Let's hear a little bit of Adventure of a Lifetime. I'll sing it for you. Is it that that's, song? Yeah, that you just that's every cold. Isn't that one of their songs? Right. <laughs> Any listeners we had have now tuned out with both of us uh, oh, doing our terrible singing. <laughs> All right, uh, I'll go with "Head Full of Dreams" because I think it's just uh, well, that must be one of their new singles because I don't even know that one. That must be one of the new ones with adventure. I just I, I want the heavy odds here, so I'm I'm going with "Head Full of Dreams." What about you? I'm going to go Viva La Vida. I feel like that's generic enough for the Super Bowl. All right. I get, Five to one. All right. That's a solid bet as well. Okay. What color? Wait, Beyonce's involved in the halftime show? Oh, yeah. It's Beyonce with Coldplay. I mean, uh, Coldplay with Beyonce. Well, they probably hang out every Sunday afternoon anyway. So Yeah, they're watching football. Yeah. What color will Beyonce's footwear be when she comes on stage for the halftime show? Who cares? Can we skip this? <laughs> so you skip all the fun ones. All right. <laughs> Will Left Shark make an appearance on stage during the Super Bowl halftime show? I just want to point out that the odds for this are higher than the odds for there being an earthquake. <laughs> yeah, see, that's this is sucker bets. Like getting someone to bet on the earthquake is just like a free hundred bucks for Vegas. Same thing here. There's no way because didn't Left Shark like go? Wasn't he like drunk or he went off? No, he went rogue. Like, that's why he became. Scr- so he went rogue. Yeah. So there's no way that they're even. I know it doesn't have to be the same guy in the shark costume. But I don't think they're going to reward it. Haven't we learned our lesson from the NHL All-Star game that when the fans make demands, sometimes the league just caves? I thought the lesson was that when there's a cover-up, you should cover it up and then you should apologize afterwards. Yeah. We learned different lessons from that. All right. So we're skipping Left Shark. Yeah. And how many viewers will the Super Bowl have as the next prop? But let's skip that one because I don't like anything that can't be decided yeah. until the until Monday. By the way, which re- region will have a higher Nielsen rating? It's obviously Denver over Charlotte, right? I mean. Why is that? Because Broncos fans are more serious fans than Panthers fans. True. Yeah. Yeah, but doesn't Denver have a lot of transplants? I don't know. How many wings will... I feel like a lot of people move to 
I, I like how many wings will Buffalo Wild Wings sell on Super Bowl day. Yeah, they're like when do you find out the answer to that one? Like at their like their Q three report in in July. I don't understand what, how you figure that one out. Okay, so we're skipping some of these. All right, now we're getting yeah. to the game. The coin toss. Okay. Akiva has already fought off, unfortunately. Yeah, fought off the coin he toss. He refuses to engage and have fun. Will the referee redo the coin toss even less? See, again, this is money stealing. <laughs> 20 to 1. There's, there's a better chance of an earthquake and yeah, left shark at phenomenal. the same time than the referee redoing the coin toss. Okay. Again, we've watched football a million times. I think I've only seen that once. Yeah. So. But, but I do like how many – I like the fact that we have many coin toss props. Will the team that chooses heads or tails in the coin toss be correct? I mean it's the same thing. I'm not dignifying that one. All right. Will you say which team wins the coin toss? No, I will not. What about the team that wins the coin toss? Will they choose to defer or do they want is the that ball? Is a bet even? That's not even a bet. Oh, okay. You made that up. All right, fine. So Akiva refuses to gamble on the coin toss. Will the team that wins the coin toss win the game? Are you going to make a bet on that one or no? No, because it's all anything coin toss related. No, how, will the team that scores first win the game? We can skip down to and go to there. So who's going to score first, first of all? All right, so who gets this, you or me? Well, again, we can, we can make the same bet if we want. Oh, man. Can you, can you pipe some of these people down, please? Shh. Kobe, shush. Which team will score first in the game, Carolina or Denver? Carolina's at minus 150. Denver's at plus 120. You don't have an office somewhere? Yeah, you don't like my internet service in the office. Oh, okay. All right, I'm, I'm going over there, though, because it's too loud. <laughs> I've, isn't that going to be in the podcast, like this kid yelling? Kobe and Eris, pipe down. All right. I've ditched them both. Okay. So, Akiva, which team scores first in the Super Bowl on Sunday? I'm going to say the Panthers. I'll say the Broncos. I get a little bit of points here. And this is any points. This could be a two or a three or a seven. Yeah. And we've seen a two in, in several Super Bowls. So the, the Panthers are the favorite there. And uh, yeah, I'm going Panthers. Yeah. All right. Will the team that scores first win the game? Well, I don't. And see, now I can't say that because I already said who I think is going to score first. So now we got to skip that one. Spoiler alert. Well, no, I don't think so because you can predict that Carolina is going to score first and win the game, but also think, but if Denver scores first, I think they're going to win, you know. Okay. Fair enough. Yes. Whoever scores first will win. So I say yes. Okay. Great point. All right. I'm going to say no. I think uh, I think we're gonna have a comeback. Actually, no. I'm gonna say yes. Total points over under Carolina is a 24 and a half. I'm gonna take the over. Yeah, they've been scoring a lot. I'm yeah. gonna say over, even though not a lot of teams have scored 25 on the Broncos this year. All right, now I, I, I like the half points. First half points for Carolina, 11 and a half over under. It's very low. Yeah, well, I guess they they give them 13 in the second half, 11 and a half yeah. in the first half. Yeah, last time the Panthers were in the Super Bowl, they had three points at in the fourth quarter, and they ended with 29. Yeah, so maybe maybe it's a throwback. I don't know if. I don't know if Jalome is Delome is walking out on the field this year. When's the last time Carolina scored eleven points or fewer in the first half? It's a good question. Obviously not in the playoffs. Yeah, hmm. maybe that Atlanta game. Probably uh, the Atlanta game. They scored like ten points the whole game, so probably that game. Yes, yeah, so the Atlanta game was seven seven at the half. In fact, they didn't score thirteen points until the fourth quarter of that game. So it could happen. Yeah, but I'm going to say not not today. I'm going to I'm going to go over. Where are you going there? Ooh, well, take the under. Give us some more action. All right, but now we got to skip the Broncos total points. <laughs> I don't know how you're going to justify that. That wouldn't ruin our picks if we go. Because if we go under, that means we think they're losing. So we got to skip that. Well, I'm going over. I'm saying it right now. Give me the over, baby. All right. So then give me the under just as a, as a counterpoint. All right. You. And uh, in the first half, nine and a half, I'm going to go over for that one. I think Denver's going to take the lead in this game. Oh, boy. Uh, fine. I'll go over, too. So you so you think they have a quiet second half. Will there be a score in the first half of the first quarter? It's the first seven and a half minutes of the game. Uh, on the on the other side, I saw it was like five minutes a game. So here you're getting seven and a half minutes. That's a long time. I, I'm going to go yes. Yeah. I mean, you can have one long drive that ends up with like, uh, you know, yeah. punt from the 40. Well, no, but it. even but, the drive could take more than seven and a half minutes. They might score six minutes to go in the first quarter. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say yes, there will be a score All in the right. first half of the first quarter. Fine. I'm going to switch to no then so we get some action there. Uh, my beliefs aren't that strong, obviously. Uh, will there be a score 
in the first 90 seconds of the game. Well, that's 10 to 1. Yeah. I don't think either of us, if we're doing being realistic, right. I don't think either of us want to bet on that. Okay. Will there be, which will be the highest scoring quarter? Ah, perfect. The first quarter is at 5 to 1. Second quarter is at 8 to 5. The third quarter is at 9 to 2. And the fourth quarter, which it usually is, uh, unless it's a blowout, it's 5 to 2. A lot of value, a lot of value in the third quarter if it's a close game, though. Yeah. Because close game, I don't think it matters as much. Well, no, the close you know. game is when the fourth quarter is more. If it's a blowout, the fourth quarter doesn't matter, I don't think. No, it, it, wrong, because then you have a lot of prevent defenses. Like, look at the Bucks Raiders Super Bowl, where, you know, even, you know, the Bucks are getting two pick sixes and then they're just letting the Raiders yeah. score and get back into it, you know, yeah. things like that. Here's the thing. If it's if it's something like the 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 Seahawks Broncos Super Bowl of two years ago, mm-hmm. if this is the last game of Peyton Manning's career and he's losing by thirty, I don't think he's sticking around for garbage time in the fourth quarter. Yeah, you could be right. We could see Osweiler. Yeah. So I'm going, but I'm going with the value here. I'm going You're with uh, the third quarter. Well, no, the first quarter is even higher odds. Oh, the yeah. first quarter is five to one. Yeah, that's actually interesting because. Yeah. All right. So you're gonna go with quarter number bet, one. I would bet like a little on the first then and, and on the third. All right, but you yeah, can take both. I'll go. You want to put money on both? Fine, I'll take first and third. Yes. All right. I'll put a, I'll put a thousand fake dollars on both. So I'm, I'm just doing a hundred on all, each of these bets because it's always going to get too complicated if we're doing different numbered wagers. All right. In that case, okay. I'll take the second and the fourth. I'm rooting for a close game, which means that I think that there will be scores late in the game. Will either team score three unanswered times in the game? And this usually happens. Yeah, it happens more lo- more often than you think, for sure. Uh, I'm going to say yes. Yeah, I agree with you. Well, I'll say no again. Let's keep things interesting. All right. Will there be a score in the final two minutes of the first half? Heavy money on yes. You got to go minus 280. Yeah, so I'm going to say yes. All right. Yeah, I agree with you. Oh, no. The first half? I'm going to say no. Uh, I thought you'd get either half in this bet. I don't I'm know. Going it's no. the only first half. All right. This is always one of my favorite bets, by the way. Yeah. And by the way, this moves from year to year depending on the team. Yeah. Because this is sometimes 46 and a half. Yeah. This thought, I thought I remember being like 42, 43 and a half. Because but... I, I have all my old sheets of like, you know, going back to the Steelers Seahawks Super Bowl I've been when I've been doing the prop bet game. So, you know, my claim to fame up until a couple of years ago was that I had never seen a complete Super Bowl in my life. What does that even mean? We, we had this when I guested on your 32 fans in 32 days podcast five years ago. I, I said that and you were shocked at the time. Yeah, but I also probably wasn't yeah. listening. And now I forgot. So tell me. Because what I said at the time is I'm not really a football fan. I'm a Vikings fan. And every year the Vikings. But what do you do? Like, what, what are you like watching a movie? The Vikings at have a painful collapse in the Super Bowl. I mean, in the playoffs at some point, And I get bitter and decide I don't want to watch Super Bowl. And then I'll watch bits and pieces. Right. I felt that way a little bit about the playoffs. I mean, I watched, but I, I had no rooting interest. Yeah, I was, you know. Well, but the, the other challenge is now, you know, I got kids. What do you do that like aren't don't you go to Super Bowl parties sometimes? Not since I had kids. Well, I went to one like you don't go to Super Bowl parties anymore. The last you watch a Super Bowl by yourself. The last two years, I went to a Super Bowl party in my building, and I hated it because nobody was watching the game and they were all just talking. And I like to watch the game. Well, the difference is if you're going to a Super Bowl party in your building, it's probably a lot of casuals. Yeah, so you're also not going to enjoy the dumb comments. This is the thing. If I'm watching the, the game, I'm watching the game, and I don't like the casuals. And I and I, I like a party where you have one room for the more serious fans and one room, you know, sure. for the less serious fans. The Super Bowl parties that I've gone to the last couple of years since I had kids are not exactly friendly for those who are actually interested in watching the game. But you still have friends. Like, ostensibly, one of them must still have a Super Bowl party. Yeah, you can but it's go a to. schlep with my kids. And... and what do you do? Like, you just eat, like, regular food? You eat, like, Sunday night dinner? Yeah, my... You don't have special food at My least? wife is working Sunday night. I got to watch these kids by myself. It's not exactly... You... She's working during the Super Bowl? Is she a linesman in the NFL? <laughs> what is she doing? No, she is not a linesman in the NFL. Is she the clock lady? I actually said to her, my brother-in-law is also working that night, and he's a lawyer. And I said, oh, so you're not going to watch Super Bowl? He's like, yeah, I guess not. <laughs> That's crazy. Why Why does he work on Sunday night? Well, because he's, he's got a big uh, he's got a big 
blank confidential Monday morning. So oh yeah, bad, bad bad timing by his client, I suppose. But listen, I, wait, no, you have to go to a Super Bowl party. I'm stopping this. You want to provide a babysitter for my kids? Are you invited to? Oh, because you're staying home watching them. Yeah, yeah I, I, my wife is going to be working. I got to deal with the kids. There must be a family friendly Super Bowl party invited to. Like at this yeah, point, I know, but those are the ones that are boring because you can't actually watch the game. Is what I'm saying. What I, it's better than staying home. You have to watch your kids at least like. I'm, I don't know what your kids like if they, I don't know, like how old they are or if they're cute or anything. But <laughs> like if they're cute or if there's other kids there, like people could play with them or some like, you know, some person could like uh, you're like, hey, look, he's cute. Blah, yeah. Blah, but blah, the blah. point is, Akiva, least, like, I want to entertain him for five but, minutes. While but one thing is, I want to watch the game and I can't watch the game. If I go to a party with other kids, which is what I did the last couple of years, I, I, I went mm-hmm. there for a few minutes, hated it and bailed. And the reason was because I couldn't watch the game and I had to watch my kids. And even if I wasn't watching my kids, I couldn't watch the game because everybody was talking and chatting and wanting to be social. And then I'm antisocial because I actually want to watch the game. And then if I make, you know, it was with people who weren't serious football fans. Uh, unfortunately, that's the state of my life at the moment. So I will. I think the game starts at like 630. So I will put my kids to bed, hopefully in the first quarter. And then I will watch the rest of the game, sadly, by myself. I've never been happier that my wife is a housewife. <laughs> that she, she's happy to watch the kids during any Super Bowl or a football game. I think the I don't know. This is. Uh, well, first of all, let me say the opposite. I have missed maybe five minutes of the of any Super Bowl action since the 49ers Broncos Super Bowl in January of 1989. The only Super Bowl action I've ever missed was I was coming back from my grandparents. We got stuck in a ton of traffic for one of the Bills. I think the first Bills Cowboys Super Bowl. And then uh, when I was in Israel in the year abroad, uh, the Bucks Raiders game. I uh, we were we were out at a teacher's house and I left. When it was like 49, 21 or something, you know, very late in the game. But so that's literally the only seconds of the Super Bowl I've missed in the last, uh, you know, uh, 27 Super Bowls. What's the first Super Bowl that you remember watching? Niners Broncos with the Michael Jackson halftime show. Oh, okay. Wait, that was the halftime show where he did nothing for the first like 10 seconds. People thought he was like frozen. Or, di- or dead or dead I don't I don't remember that I was still I, like sick I, I remember what I remember about the- I just know you had to get 3D glasses from like block what I remember is the halftime show started and he just stood there not moving for like 10 seconds and people were freaking out like because I was at a Super Bowl party that year and the my friend's parents were like what the hell is going on and then he started dancing the first Super Bowl I have a lot of memories about though really I I, rem- I didn't I remember nothing about the about the Norwood kick game uh, the next year, though, the Super Bowl was in Minneapolis, and so I went to a whole bunch of the, you know, the Super Bowl festivities that week, and that game I vividly remember the whole game, including Thurman Thomas losing his helmet. Well, let me let me correct. Uh, let me the Niners Broncos game is definitely the first Super Bowl I watched. But Michael Jackson was uh, during it, the game that I'm talking about, the Redskins um, game. Yeah, but I'm mixing up which one Michael. Jackson Yeah, because I'm saying because that the first Super Bowl I vividly remember is the 1991 season, and that's when Michael Jackson appeared. What's the earliest you remember being a sports fan in general for like one of your teams? Uh, I remember the the Mets Dodgers '88. NLCS game was on when I was at my grandfather's house, but I couldn't watch. It was Saturday afternoon. So I do remember the idea that like there was a game on then when I had just turned five. Um, but I went to a lot of Jets games in like the late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. And, and Mets also. But so I uh, that's, you know, probably about 1989. I remember reading on like uh, MSG, which was, you know, or Sports Center or something that like Davey Johnson had been fired from the Mets and being like really upset about that. I'm not sure why. I don't know what you that maybe that was way later. And we're the same age. We were both born in 1983, right? Yes. So my f- it was OK. So that was 1990. He got fired in 1990. So I, like things like that. I remember really. Vividly. Oh, 90. I remember vividly. Yeah. My first memory. I remember 
I don't remember watching the games, but I remember the parade for the Twins in 1987. That's that's probably a false memory. You can't remember something from your, when you're three or four. Of course you can. I have lots of memories from it's, preschool. It's there's you probably pictures of it in your head. No, I I mean in your I house, have, and that sort of reminds no, no, no. you. of Disagree. It. These are like Akiva. these are false. Akiva, I have I, I have to, many vivid memories from preschool, and I know that they're memories because they're not vivid memories. They are. It's just because I'll see what it is. It's a memory that you think no. of. And then it repeats in yourself. First of all, some people have memories when they're two. So that's definitely possible. The Twins World Series was I was four and a half. So of course you have memories then. I mean, I remember my sister being born, which was earlier that summer when I was four. I do say to my kids sometimes, like, we'll be somewhere fun. We'll be at like Disney World. I'm like, ah, man, you're never going to remember Akiva, one thing. Four-year-olds remember everything. Wait, you don't remember school when you were four? I remember like tons of like. No, I don't even know what school I went to when okay, I was well, four. Well, then you're an insane person. <laughs> Normal. No, nobody remembers no. things from when they're Normal four. Normal people's. No, everybody remembers things from when they're four. Normal people have a few fleeting memories from three. And then certain people, not me, but I do know. Us, so. No, no, no. These are false no. memories that have been I'll, recycled I'll, in your I'll head. Over actually, and over one of my great memories from when I was three is. Yeah, uh, it was. A, and I bet if we called up your parents now. No, no, I'll tell you. They would, but, they would give you five reasons why what you said is no right. even just like the, what happened before the michael jackson 49ers broncos game which i always thought and you, and i said you know you're wrong that was from 1991 which proves the fact that i have a yeah. good memory I, and that you have a bad memory <laughs> so that argument goes in my favor not yours but akiva the average person remembers things from when they're a few fleeting things but the average person remembers everything from when they're four but i'll tell you this is one of my favorite memories from when i was three friday my dad picked me up from school we're walking in the parking lot towards the car and i had some jelly beans and I, and I showed them to my dad. And my dad said to me, you know, the president likes to eat jelly beans. And the reason this is significant is because like 10 years later, I was in high school and in U.S. history. And we learned in passing that Ronald Reagan loved jelly beans. And I instantly had that deja vu flash in my head. I'm like, holy shit. I know this because my dad told me this when I was three. And let me see. When I was three, that was 1986. Oh, yeah. Ronald Reagan was president then. So... Uh, that was the first uh, presidential fact I ever knew, which is that Ronald Reagan liked jelly beans. But anyway. Great story. Yeah, compelling and rich. That's the weirdest thing I've ever heard you say. You don't like chocolate is one thing, but you have no memories from when you're four? That's crazy to me. No, I probably do. I just don't know this. I just don't know the school I went to. So I don't know. Like, I don't even have a way to remember it because these memories are false. And if I remember the school, I would imprint memories in my head of what happened. But I don't know what the school looked like, so I can't – or who was with me. I have memories of kids that were only in my class when I was three, and I went to a different school when I was three. And I remember kids mm-hmm. from that class who weren't in my other classes. Well, but... maybe you're a child prodigy. No, I've... people remember things from when they're three, my friend. Um, anyways, uh, longest touchdown yardage in the game. Over under 44 and a half. I feel like there's always a return or a special teams play. I'm going to go over. All right, I'm going to be uh, unfun and say under. Uh, by the way, the, the here's a funny thing. Since I always, you know, famously hate the New York teams and really hate the local teams wherever I live. Before the Timberwolves got a team, which was in 1989, I was a Knicks fan. So this is in like 88. I was a Knicks fan, and the reason for this is because my parents were cheap and never got me the cool shoes. So they got me Orion shoes. Do you remember Orion? I think it's Orion. Well, whatever the hell it is, the only person who endorsed it was Patrick Ewing. <laughs> no, I don't remember them. I just know that O R I O N is always pronounced Orion. Oh. But dumb people who think that they remember things when they were three <laughs> pronounce it Orion. Well, whatever the hell it is, Patrick Ewing endorsed it. And so when I was like four or five, I was a Knicks fan. Also, actually, I, I, this is another memory I have when I was – well, actually, I probably would have been four at this point, not three. But I was shooting baskets in my backyard, and I said to my dad, 
uh, what's the name of a basketball team? And my dad said to me, the New York Knickerbockers. And I thought that was a funny word. So that's why I actually became a Knicks fan, even before I got the uh, the Orion shoes, as, uh, as us loyal uh, Patrick Ewing Orion wears, uh, pronounced mm-hmm. it. Okay. Uh, will there will there be a penalty for excessive celebration? Yes or no? I mean, there, um, there never is in the Super Bowl. This is a dumb bet. No, that's a dumb bet. Yeah. Skip. Will either backup quarterback take a snap in the game? I, I think yes has a lot of value here because, as we said, if it's a blowout, I think that there's – a chance that that Osweiler comes into the game. Yeah, I'm going to say no, but I, it is a cool bet. Yeah, the truth is the odds two to one are not very favorable odds for the yes. I mean, how often does it happen in the Super Bowl? Significantly less than 50 percent of the time, right? Yeah, less than a third of the time. So, okay, uh, the total number of successful field goals. The over under is three and a half. Ooh, I'm going to go under. All right, I'll take the over. Longest successful field goal in the game. This is at 44 and a half, which is the same as the longest touchdown. Hello. I'll be down in a few minutes. Yeah, my wife is yelling at me. Yeah, wait, hold on. Come here. You're right. Come here. You want to hear the insane thing Akiva just said? Akiva has no memories from when he was three. Were you talking your wife or your son? My wife. No, it's, you, nobody has any memories from when they were three. <laughs> she said, yes, he doesn't walk out. She doesn't care. She thinks you're just uh, trolling me, basically, which is entirely possible. So wait, so long as successful field goal in the game, you're going to go over or under? Under. Under. All right, I'll take the over then. Will there be a missed extra point? Exciting. We're seeing them more often these days. No, there's not going to be a missed extra point. Well, I'm going to say yes. I'm rooting for the missed extra point. Okay. <laughs> all right total number of sacks both teams combined over under five and a half i feel like that could just just the panthers could sack manning five times so, so i'm gonna go over all right i'll take the under it seems like a lot of sacks Peyton doesn't get sacked that off will the panthers as a team run for 100 yards or more and this would be the 32nd consecutive game that they do so the odds yeah, I like when they throw a stat in there yeah well what they're really trying to do is push you to say yes obviously right against an amazing run defense yeah Number one in the league run defense. The odds aren't even great that they do it. And they don't mention that stat, by the way, which is kind of funny, right? No. Yeah, they're tricking you. Why Why not mention both stats? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say they're not going to run for 100 yards. All right. That might bode badly for uh, Panthers winning the game. But all right. So we're both going to say no on this one. Now let's get to the uh, the MVP odds. So the thing about the MVP odds for the Panthers is if the Panthers win, it has to be Cam Newton, right? Maybe Keekley has his third straight game with a pick six. Even so, he's not getting it for what, you know, he'd have to have two... He'd have to have two interceptions. He'd have to force right. two turnovers. I mean, Jonathan Stewart would have to go completely nuts. Yeah. Like, I, I can't imagine Olsen getting it for things that, you know, if, if Newton's throwing it to him. Yeah. Cam Newton's at five to seven. Now, the interesting thing is Peyton Manning's at 11 to four, but there's a lot of scenarios in which it's not Peyton Manning for the Broncos, right? Yeah, I would love – if I was really high on the Broncos, then Von I, Miller. Would, I would – yeah, I would go – Von Miller's an awesome bet at 20. So Von Miller would have been the MVP of the AFC title game if they did that, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the thing is, it's so hard to predict a specific uh, defensive player because it's usually why don't they ha- why don't they give out an MVP to the AFC and NFC championship games? Well, like I was gonna, I was going to say the opposite. It really annoys me that we give it to the ALCS and NLCS, and it really annoys me that we give in in, in the NBA to the to the finals. What there should be is there should be a playoffs MVP award. Yeah, I agree. And and as a Spurs fan, you should be annoyed about this also because twice Tim Duncan did not get the MVP award, or last year when for some insane reason Andre Iguodala was NBA Finals MVP, which is an insane thing to do. Yeah, he's not even owned in my fantasy. It's league. it's an insane thing to do. First of all, LeBron should have been the MVP because you know it was it was insane what he did with nobody on his team against against Golden State. But if you're gonna have somebody mm-hmm. for Golden State, um, yeah. But so so you know one year Tony Parker stole it from Tim Duncan. I think that was in 05 against the Pistons, and then Kawhi stole it. Although I, I I forget that year whether who deserved it more between Kawhi and Duncan, but it was probably Duncan. And ironically, Duncan would Duncan would have won in 13 when he had. Uh... 
25 points at halftime of game six. And yeah. I don't want to talk about the rest of the game. Um, yeah. And then obviously I was bitter as a Kevin Garnett fan because in 2008, Paul Pierce got the uh, MVP and he was really weak for most of that playoffs, you know, but he put up some decent numbers in the finals. So I don't like the fact that in baseball, we now have no award for the wild card, no award. And then all of a sudden we have an, no award for the divisional series. And then all of a sudden we have an award for the ALCS and NLCS and then an award for the World Series, just have one award for all of the playoffs, I think would make the most sense because you have a regular season MVP, you have a playoff MVP. And that's what hockey does, right? The Cod Smythe Trophy. How about it would be great if they made it now and Goodell named it after himself. That would be the greatest (laughs) troll move ever. (laughs) The Roger Goodell. Well, that's the only way you could get me to watch like first take the next So the thing is, who would be the MVP? Going into the Super Bowl, who would be the playoff MVP right now? Because, you know, I assume it's Cam Newton, right? Cam Newton, probably. Yeah. I mean, Von Miller, are you splitting it off well, defense here's the thing. like Cam, Cam Newton do? didn't have that great of a game against Seattle. No. He didn't do that much. They didn't really need him to because they jumped on such a huge lead. And, th- and then they just sort of held on for dear life. I mean, you so you, okay, so Keekley would get very strong consideration with two pick sixes. Yeah. Well, are we going to skip Super Bowl MVP for now? Or do you want to put some money on one guy? No, I'm, I'm saying I'm betting on Von oh, okay. Miller. Bet on, bet on someone outside of quarter. 20 to 1. All right. So that's a, that's a solid bet for you. And Stewart at 22 is very good odds also. No, nah, there's because. I, I I cannot see a scenario in which it's not Cam Newton. If they play this game 22 times, is Stewart the MVP once? No. That's crazy. No. I say no. You could get the kicker at 66 yeah. to Graham 1. Graham Gano at 66 to 1. Well, McManus would be the, you know, the Broncos, like, can't punch it in, but get, get six field goals and win 18 Here's my question. C.J. Anderson at 20 to 1. Ronnie Hillman at 66 to 1. What's that about? I don't know, but I would never bet anything on a Broncos. Like, the best All part right. about fantasy being over is not having to worry about who's the running back. You know what? Broncos. You know who's betting on uh, Ronnie Hillman to be the Super Bowl MVP? Alex Chester. Okay, go for this it. guy. This guy right here, sixty-six to one. He can't. He can't pull off two touchdowns, hundred yards, and two touchdowns. You tell me that can't happen. What about Brandon Marshall? Because let's say something happens, the Jets <laughs> cut him, and then there's two Brandon Marshalls in this game. <laughs> I was actually yeah. thinking about that first. I'm like, hundred to one. That's low. And then I'm like, oh wait, it's the Broncos linebacker. <laughs> All right, uh, the first touchdown scorer. Should I double up on my Ronnie Hillman bet? Go for it. How, what's Hillman? Right. What are Hillman's odds here? He's at 14 to 1 here. That's not even right, great. I'm, I'm doubling. Yeah, the odds really aren't great. 14 to 1. I'm going to go right against you and go with CJ Anderson at 9 to 1. It's it's only double Cam Newton at 7 to 1, which is obviously a much, much better bet. Um, all right. So we're, we're both going to take some Broncos running backs. Okay, fine. So that's what we're doing over here. Uh, okay. Will Peyton Manning throw a pick six, also known as a taint, in this game? No, because it's hard to do, and the odds are strongly against it. But they're going to get a lot of money from idiots saying yes, right? Yeah, they're trying to trick. You could see where they're tricking people here. But the point, all prop bets, the only purpose of them is for Vegas to make money from dumb people. Right. That's the only purpose. Yeah. Okay. So we're both going to say no on this one. Will Cam Newton break the Super Bowl record of most rushing yards by a QB, which Steve McNair was 64. I'm surprised. I thought that might have been Steve Young. But Steve McNair had 64 in Super Bowl 34. Is that the Super Bowl that ended at the one-yard line? 34, yeah. All right, so Steve McNair had 64 in that game. Well, Cam Newton have more than 64 in this game. Remember, the Broncos' defense only gave up like 84 a game this year. So, I, so I'm going to say no. No, there's no way he's rushing for 65 yards. All right. Uh, total passing yards for Payne. The over-under is at 235 and a half. Oh, my gosh. Maybe centimeters I'd give him 235 and a half. So you're taking the under here? Yeah, of course. He, he hasn't hit 235 and a half more than twice all year. Is that true? I just made that stat up, but I think it's true. All right. You just convinced me. Uh, Cam's at 240 and a half. I'm going to say he goes under also, but 235 and a half is an insanely high number for Manning. Okay. Total touchdown passes for Cam and for Peyton. Both of them, the over-unders at one and a half. I'm taking the over on both. How do you like that? So two touchdown passes. I'm, I'm predicting two touchdown passes from both of my quarterbacks. I'll say Newton over Manning under. By the way, Manning has thrown for 
four straight games, he has not eclipsed that. The three before that, the four before that, he did eclipse that. But point being, he has not hit that number since November 8th. All right, total rushing yards. Cam Newton, 39 and a half. Uh, under. Okay, so now we got some ridiculous ones here. Uh, the New Ham- the the Iowa caucuses will have taken place after this podcast comes out, but has not yet happened when I keep an eye on No, this is New Hampshire will- primary. The yeah, first I know. One. I'm saying, well, but, but I'm saying, so there's an effect. Okay. So by the time you guys are listening, you will know what happened with the Iowa caucuses. Akiva and I don't know. Um, do, you, do you care to have any predictions there, Akiva? <laughs> yeah. I'll give yeah, a, I'll it. say that I'll, the, all the people who do incredibly poorly will be out of the race by tomorrow. And I do like when they don't say they're quitting. They're cowards and they say, I'm suspending my campaign as if you're coming yeah. back at a later date. Wait, so wait, but hold on. But so first of all, uh, Clinton and Bernie Sanders within the margin of error right now in Iowa. Uh, who do you think wins? Uh, who do you think comes out with the most delegates out of Iowa tonight? I think Bernie Sanders. Who won Iowa with Obama Clinton? That's where Obama won. It was a Obama big upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then he was, and then he was, and then he was a heavy favorite in New Hampshire. And Hillary cried, and then she came back and won New Hampshire. Right, and then she won the next yeah. few states, and then lost like the last forty. Um, I think, uh. yeah, I, I just it just feels like there's so much, and I don't know. My, I'll, I'll judge it based on Facebook. Don't you see? There's a lot more excitement about Bernie Sanders. Like, have you seen anybody being excited about Hillary on Facebook? I was thinking about this in terms of uh, across all parties. Mm-hmm. The most people I know are Hillary supporters. For sure, mm-hmm. but you're right. But she doesn't engender passion, right? But not at but this point. Yeah, but maybe if she's running against Ted Cruz or Donald Trump later. But. Yeah, really, really, the passion for Hillary is that people are scared of the other options. Mm-hmm. You know, I've seen a I, from you know, obviously Bernie has some fanboys. A lot of my friends have been posting things critical of Bernie, basically because it's their way of saying to their fellow Democrats, like simmer down now, because. You know, they think that he's unqualified or whatever. But that's not the question. The question is, what's your prediction for tonight? What happens? Who's going to win? You want the winners for tonight? Yeah. Uh, Cruz beats Trump. I do think nobody's cast a ballot for Trump yet, and I don't think I, – I think he'll do okay. But I do. I think Cruz beats Trump. I just think he's more organized on the ground. It seems like there's a lot of smoke. I know they've been doing incredibly well in a million polls. So I know. I, I agree with you. Look, Cruz has been going in the wrong direction for several days in a row. But the issue is that you can't just – you know, the caucus is not just a primary. You can't just have people vote. It's a, it's a process. And as you said, Cruz has organized, you know, on the ground because he's actually a real politician, whereas Trump hasn't done anything like that, really. Right. I mean, he started to do more of it. So I think that there might be more people who are who like Trump than Cruz right now in Iowa. Mm-hmm. But I think Cruz I do think people are so scared of Trump that I think you'll see people who are on the fence tonight go for the person they think is, you know, maybe they wanted that person to be a Rubio or someone else. Well, but, but I, Rubio's been doing really good the last few days. Actually. Yeah, but he's I don't. But he's up. not going to win. He, even he says he's not going to win. Obviously, Iowa. Yeah, but you realize winning and losing is so. It's a difference of, of like two or three delegates. It doesn't matter. It's I just a media narrative. But to yeah. to me, it's yeah. But to me, it's who they think you know will if they don't want Trump to win. And the numbers say that so many people dislike Trump. Basically, everyone who's not voting for Trump hates him. Yeah. So is it will I you know I like person X better? But I'm gonna I'm gonna you know shift my ballot towards. Ted Cruz just so Trump doesn't win. So I think Cruz wins that one and Bernie, yeah, Bernie also, wins the People also one. hate Cruz. I mean, the funny of thing course. about all these, the funny thing about well, all these, you should of hate all of them. They're all politicians yeah. on both sides. The funny thing, but the funny thing about all these mainstream Republicans who are sort of turned to Trump is basically because they hate Cruz so much that they'll take anybody else. Okay. So we both agree basically it's going to be Hillary and, and Cruz tonight. So no, take I said that Bernie's going to win tonight. Oh, you have Bernie tonight. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Okay. So I have Hillary tonight. Uh, you have Bernie tonight. Okay. So, so now let's take that into account. 
And we're, we're not going to predict – we're not going to cross sport between the winner of the general election because we're not going to wait till November. But two days after – This is not our the, prop, you should add. This is the yeah. Bovada prop. Yeah, but two days after the Super Bowl will be the New Hampshire primary uh, a week from tomorrow on, on Tuesday, February 9th, I believe it is. And here's the prop from Bovada. Trump, how many points does he get in New Hampshire primary versus how many points does the winning team in the Super Bowl get? So Trump is minus 200, heavy favorite here, but I'm going to take the total point scored by the Super Bowl team because I think that'll be about 30, and I think the Trump could be in the low 20s. Well, realistically, so. what's the lowest that score could be? 20, right? 20, 21. It's yeah. about as low as that score is going to get. Yeah. Trump, Trump, even if Trump numbers, loses, he's probably going to beat that. Yeah, well, look. The even if Cruz are, trounces him, there's a chance he beats 20. Yeah, well, but if, if Rubio gets 15% or more tonight, then the narrative going to New Hampshire is that Rubio's on the upswing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, that has uh, nothing to do with who's going to win, though. Well, no, but that has no. But this bet is how many points? Oh, does for Trump the get? oh for New Hampshire, all right, right, because we're doing New Hampshire. Yeah. That's the bet is New yeah. Hampshire, not the bet. Iowa. The bet is how many points? What percentage of? But the vote Trump is doing incredible. I'm going to say New Hampshire because he's polling incredibly well, and in, in, he'd have yeah, to absolutely know. tank it in Iowa to lose New Hampshire. Yeah, he's really uh, he's but, been flying to New Hampshire, it, you know, while he's in Iowa because he's so focused yeah, but, on destroying. But, yeah, Kasich is also going to do pretty well there, though. Yeah, Kasich yeah, is polling second in New Hampshire. His whole his whole campaign is built on that. Yeah, he's dropping mm-hmm. out after New Hampshire if he doesn't. By the way, here's another ridiculous bet. Will Denver win the Super Bowl and then Peyton Manning retires and then San Antonio wins the NBA championship and then Tim Duncan retires? All that has to happen for 20 to 1. Oh, That's man. what we call a parlay. Oh, boy. I don't know if I'd be happy or sad. The Spurs, with three games of that Timmy D and they look like they're lost. So we're not, we're not betting on that because we want this resolved by the time we record our podcast mm-hmm. next week. Think about it this way. I've been a Spurs fan for uh for 26 years and they've had robinson or duncan on the team all 26 years yeah it's been a good run well not in 1997 though 97 98 he was on the only roster six, he was just in yeah he only played six games he played though. six games but he was still there by the way now that you've brought up the nba uh the espn has been coming out with their nba rank where they rank the top 100 players of all time oh boy everyone buckle up yeah <laughs> pause and go drink some coffee <laughs> look they still have 30 to go so i'll wait till they do their final 30 yeah. but i just want to point out there's they have 30 guys to go. There's 33 people in my top 50 who they haven't mentioned yet. Mm-hmm. And two of them, I know they're going to skip because they're guys who played a long time ago and they get ignored. But there's one guy. There's 31 guys who they have to have that they don't have. So I'm not sure what is Wait, going I'm, on. Nobody on uh, what are you saying? There's 30 guys left. They're going from 100 to 1. So okay. we don't know the final 30 yet, right? Yes. There's 31 guys on my list who I assume they the, the ESPN would rank somewhere that they haven't ranked, which means one guy – who should be in the top 30 isn't even in the top 100 for okay. ESPN. You know, we'll see what oh, I'm, man. I, I, I'm sure I'll rant in a week or two whenever they finish this list. Okay. But they have some questionable decisions so far. Uh, by the way, I actually, so I, I sort of was tracking a number of rankings. Slam did it in 2011. And of course, Bill Simmons did it in his book. And then I have my own rankings. And, and then I, and then I have a special chart called Bill Simmons overrates the Celtics, which shows across all four rankings that I have, Bill Simmons is higher than everybody else on every on Bill Russell, Larry Bird, Bob Cousy, John Havlicek, Paul Pierce, uh, Kevin Mc- like Bill Simmons overrates every single Celtic. Dave Cowens, right. Robert this Parrish. This is breaking news. All right, keep going here. Yeah, but I mean, but some of them are by ridiculous margins. I mean, Bill Simmons has Dennis. Bill Simmons has Dennis Johnson at number fifty-two all time. Like he wasn't even in the Hall of Fame until after on. he died. I know. I Bill, hold on, Bill Simmons has Sam Jones thirty-three all time. Sam Jones scored eighteen points a game in the sixties for the Celtics. Is he in the NBA rank hundred? ESPN had him at seventy-eight. Mm-hmm. 
Bill Simmons has a 33. I have him at 114, by the way. But Bill Simmons has Bill Sharman, by the way, the guard in the 50s for the Celtics. Yeah. He, well, he isn't, that, isn't that mostly for his contributions to toilet paper that he put him up there? Uh, but um, Bill Simmons has him at 51. He wasn't even in ESPN's list at all. Mm-hmm. I have him at 121. Uh, Bill Simmons has JoJo White in the top 100. Nobody else does that. Bill Simmons has Paul Silas in the top 100. Nobody else does that. Oh, Tommy Heinsohn, who I have at 140. Bill Simmons has him at 57. I, I, he's a good announcer if you're a homer Celtics fan. But anyway, yeah, so Bill Simmons is a little bit uh, a little bit inaccurate there when it comes to the Celtics. Okay, uh, cross sports props. On Sunday afternoon, DeMarcus Cousins, points and rebounds versus Cam Newton rushing yards. He's been doing really well lately. I, I'm, I'm going to bet on DeMarcus here. Boogie. Yeah, what about – there's no Omri Cosby prop. Omri Cosby, points versus Peyton Manning uh, rushing yards. Yeah. Omri's been amazing. He's averaging like 13 points a game. Well, he had that one fantastic game against the Warriors. Yeah, he's really – he's been really good this year. Yeah. Points and rebounds. Yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously, Newton's uh, – you know, Newton's ceiling has to be much higher. Because he could bust off one run and, you know, Cousins would yeah. basically have to become Will Chamberlain. Cousins' ceiling is like 50, basically. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, I, that's a really cool – It's I'll say Cousins, points and rebounds. Okay, so we didn't get any disagreement there. All right, total goals in the Montreal-Carolina hockey oh, game let's that not spend day. much time. I don't know if Mon- – Montreal was good at the beginning of the year. I don't really follow regular okay. season hockey. All right, okay, fine. We're skipping Tiger Woods and the Masters because that's not even until April. Okay, here's the last, here's the last prop we're going to do. Which will be higher, Arsenal's goals on Sunday morning? Mm-hmm. Or Peyton Manning's touchdown passes. I already playing? said I'm going over for Peyton, so I don't even know who Arsenal is playing. But they're not going to score. Four. I'm guessing Leicester. Oh, are they playing Leicester? No, I just made that up. I'm not sure. No. On Sunday, it's at Burnmouth. I never heard of Burnmouth. I'm taking Arsenal here. <laughs> yeah, you got to go Arsenal. Burnmouth's given up 38 goals already this year. And how many? Games? They're not in the drop zone. 23 games. Their defense is uh... okay. So that's less. That's one and a half goals a game. I mean, that's, yeah. Pretty fair, then, because Peyton's over-under, we said, is at one and, and a half. And Arsenal doesn't score a lot. They only have 37 goals. Yeah, so one and a half. All right, you know what? I'm switching it to Peyton. I'm going with doubling Arsenal. Down on my, I'm Ooh. doubling down on my Peyton bet. I'm going with Arsenal. All right, so now let's jump to our uh, our final predictions about this game. Uh, you go first. Uh, you know, the first thing I just want to say, obviously, my love for Peyton Manning is well-known. I'll be very sad if he uh, if this is indeed the end of his career. But... We just have to acknowledge how crazy it is, like this, how unlikely the scenario is, right? Like who would have guessed in November that he would be playing in this game? He lost his job to Brock Osweiler. People thought, yeah, his career's over. Um, so we do have to give him props for what he's done. I'm not saying he's the reason they're in the Super Bowl, but he's been playing competently, and that's pretty crazy. Uh, obviously, I'm rooting for him. Actually, yeah, can we discuss before our predictions? Can we discuss who we're rooting for? Who are you rooting for in this game? Oh, good question. Neither team. I'm rooting for the spread before the game to be delicious. So you have no interest in who wins the game? I'm rooting for, like, the sausages I'm bringing, the wings my friend's making. Uh, no, I, I just – I root for a close game in the Super Bowl when I don't care. There's I don't care about almost any team other than the Jets. Like, to me, it's – I don't have, like, a real second favorite team. Like, if the Vikings were in it, it would be great rooting against your dad – you know, for the Vikings to lose the Super Bowl. <laughs> Again, yeah. Um, but I, I think other than that, I just don't care. To me, I don't like Peyton Manning, but I also don't hate him. I have no problem with Cam Newton. Well, you've been saying all year that the Panthers are the most boring team in football. And that well, you yeah, but them. they are kind of boring. They haven't played really an exciting game all year. I mean, they've been the most exciting team in the NFL this year. I don't know what you're talking about. No, they about. scored I went a lot the, of points in the first half, but they haven't played I went a lot to, of games. I went to the Carolina games. New Orleans game. But but Cam Newton is so fun to watch because he's such a, he's the best football mm. player in the world right now. He's yeah, to me, to this has been the Panthers season. And as a football fan and historian, I want the better team to win. And it actually bothered me a little bit when the Giants won um, the first Giants-Patriots Super Bowl because the Patriots were clearly the better team and, and deserved to win that game. 
less so the second one. I think that this season has been about the Panthers. They went 15 and one. They, you know, they they will historically, they won't be like a top five or 10 champion, but they will be, you know, the, the rightful champion of the 2015-16 NFL season. And I think they do it in a route. I think they cover and I think they beat Denver uh, 38 to 10. All right, so that's your prediction and everything wrapped up in one. Cam Newton, because sort of of like the reactionary response from some of the more, you know, Trumpian uh, type uh, segments of society, sort of among younger, sort of more internet savvy, you know, more, you know, like enlightened, more analytical type fans, Cam Newton has sort of become a, a, a cause celebre for that reason. And obviously, like, it is a little bit ridiculous, like some of the criticisms Cam gets compared to like Aaron Rodgers, who like has a famous dance where he like thrusts his groin very sexually. And not only has he never been criticized, but like, you know, he turns it into, uh, you know, he makes commercials where he does it, his discount double check now. But that having been said, I'm rooting for Denver with all of my heart. I desperately want Peyton Manning to get a second Super Bowl. I don't think it impacts his career in any way. He's the same quarterback, whether they win or lose on Sunday, but because so many idiots will draw different conclusions about him if he gets another Super Bowl. Um, and, you know, I want to minimize how many arguments I have to get into with idiots. And so the more Super Bowls he has, the less arguments I'll have to get into with the idiots. So I'm going to root for Peyton Manning and the Broncos desperately, desperately. I never really get what I want as a football fan, my rooting interests, whether it's the Vikings or otherwise. I think I've rooted for the team that lost the Super Bowl like basically every single year. Last year being a perfect example, um, every year the team that I want to see win the Super Bowl loses – so I'm expecting that. I expect Carolina to win, but I think it's going to be a close game. I'm going to you, – you put it at 38 to 10. I'm going to pick Denver to cover. I'm going to pick Carolina to win 22 to 18. That's my prediction. 22 How to 18. How do they get 22? They'll get a touchdown. The They'll five a, field goals? No, you know, we might have a missed extra point. We might have going for two. I don't know. But uh, 22 to 18 is my final score. Good. So if you got a two and an eight in the boxes and you're worried, uh, hold out hope because – Alex is here with his idiotic prediction. It's funny. As as we record this, Nate Silver posts, Peyton Manning had the worst season of any Super Bowl quarterback ever, which I don't think we needed him to tell us. But yeah, still pretty funny. I think relative to the era, because in like the 70s, you know, lots of quarterbacks would have more interceptions and touchdowns in a year. So yeah, but he's double in interceptions, touchdowns almost. But yeah, but we said statistically, Peyton Manning was the worst starting quarterback in the NFL this year. So yeah, that, that is not a surprise. All right. So 22 to 18 is my prediction. There you have it. We both predict the Broncos to uh, fall to the Panthers, but one of us thinks it'll be a closer game. Hopefully some of these props were somewhat interesting to listen to. If not, uh, no one forced to listen all the way through. So thank you very much. Uh, we'll be back next week to uh, talk post-Super Bowl and, and some other shenanigans probably. Waiting for whatever. There we go. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.